on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight we talk to a British champion, Speedskater. Freddie Pollock is in the Sport HQ and he's making his debut. Not a radio debut because I now find out he spent three years on television and he's already been on Radio Nottingham. But now he makes the big time. Chris Hassel updates us on all the Jags news and Graham Welsh is is live at the Striders Run and Talk event. We take a quick look back at what didn't happen last weekend and look forward to what will hopefully happen this time round. Weather permitting. Have you seen the forecast for Saturday? No. 50 mile an hour winds. No problem. No, (laughs) not at all. This is the renowned Radio New York Sport, and as usual on a Thursday, we start with some of the more quirky stories that we found in the news this week. And we start to look back to last Saturday and a tweet from Matty, who is a Blythe Spartan supporter. Slept in, missed the coach at seven. Best believe I forked out £160 for the next train down. Don't ever tell me I don't love this club. A win would be appreciated. I was actually playing away to Leighton Orient in the FA Trophy. They lost 1-0. But that's proper support, isn't it? Absolutely. Staying with last Saturday and after this supporters match was postponed, he tweeted, After lengthy discussions with the missus, it's FC Morrison's, and FC Wicks for me this afternoon. Hashtag domination. This is about right, actually, as well, won't he? But the star of the day probably goes to Ryan Haynes. He was the one and only Eastbourne supporter who travelled to watch his favourites away to Truro City. The crowd, 341. He's the one. It's not bad effort, was it? And talking of tweets, we had one from the Central Midlands Club, AFC Bentley. This is not so good, actually. Absolutely gutted for everyone at the club. More than half the first-team squad have now gone to improve themselves. No problem with that, but have a bit of respect for your teammates and the management and the rest of the club. Do it the right way. End of season. Ridiculous. Loyalty. Zero. I'll come back to that one with you. After their defeat at Tottenham, Newcastle have lost... Their last eight visits to Wembley in all competitions since 1955, when they played in the FA Cup final against Manchester City, and that is the worst ever losing run by a team at the stadium. The price for Newport County's Bruins FA Cup victory is a fifth-round tie against Manchester City, as we told you last night. The cost of the Newport squad in round four was 50,000. The cost of the Manchester City squad in round four was 470 million pounds. Vincent Company, by the way, is donating his entire earnings for this season to a Manchester homeless charity. On Tuesday night, Woken Woken had to beat Dartford to go top of the National South Division. They had two players sent off, got beat 1-0, and it was in the 97th minute. Vincent Company, um, fantastic. Great effort. Absolutely. Top of the range. Yeah, I mean, it's... um you, you often hear great things about um, superstars that, uh, that that go unreported, but um, something like that does need to be reported. I mean, like sort of, you got the guy Fiore who uh, has got people on both sides of the fence, and yet when he was in America for his fight against uh, the Tony Wilder, he um, he was walking down the streets before the fight in America, came across a homeless man without any shoes and gave him his own shoes and walked back to the hotel barefoot. And that only came out sort of in a, a, a vague conversation. It wasn't like it has been followed by several hundred paparazzi. I mean, you know, p- people do great things that, that, that go un- unnoticed. And that's because, in fact, it goes unnoticed. It is because it's a great thing. I want you to take you back to that Bentley quote. Um, after the player's gone mid-season, um, ridiculous, zero loyalty. I, I, you know, I... I agree, they all wanted to sign for Bentley at the start of the season. Just because they've probably got an offer of a few more pound. Bentley's 
season's finished. It's over. Does it say where they went? No. But you can guarantee they went to the same club, can't you? Yeah, but, I mean, you, you don't do that mid-season, do you? No. <laughs> this is the age of footballers who, even at our standard of football, don't play for the club anymore. I mean, it's... it's um, I, I mean, like, sort of, if there's a valid reason for them all going, then fair enough, but... You, you, the, the last thing that's left in football is loyalty, isn't it? Which is, which is really sad. It is, isn't it? And it's ruined it. You've got a, a quirky story, a stat to tell us, haven't you, um, that you've heard, Everton? <laughs> oh, no, you can. No, I'll, I'll give you the glory. Everton have now conceded more goals at this stage from set pieces than any other team apart from two. And in the history of the Premier in League. In the history of the Premier League. And those two other teams were... Hull City and Watford. And the common denominator in all of that is the current Everton manager, Marco. <laughs> it's about time he learns. So what would you be doing if you were the opposition manager <laughs> at the weekend? <laughs> um, Deary me. I wonder. But who would take a manager on when he's got that sort of record behind him? It's and do you know who they're playing on Saturday? Away at Watford. Well, that'd be fun. He's going to get a nice reception, isn't oh, he? Oh, they're going to love him there, aren't they? I mean, from the home fans as well as his own, you know. Oh, they are absolutely going to love him. <laughs> on, on the back of asking people to join in in, in the fun last night, we, we did get a couple. One, of course, was Ian Lamb, as we mentioned. The other one was right at the end, was from Jerry Williams out at oh, yeah. Collingham. And Jerry tells us that Collingham under-21s are playing Grand from Towns under-21s tonight. Station Road, Collingham, 7.45, kick-off. Nothing about the show, we just wanted to plug the game. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no problems with that at all, Jerry. So, um, well, I... Collingham on 21s, Grandpa on the 21s, live football tonight. Why don't you go along there? Yeah, that, that, and, um, that's and watch it because that's it, what it's all about. I was expecting a lot worse comments than that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very quickly, Hucknall and Selston both won their Notts Cup fourth round matches last night. Hucknall beating Clipston 1 0, Selston beating Redford United 2 0, and they now meet each other in the quarter final, which I'm assuming from the look on Mr Smith's face, he's quite happy that Salston won because it gives him another game. Exactly. I mean, you know, they, I hope they have great success and go all the way to the finals in all the cup competitions they're involved in. <laughs> You're rotten. You're rotten, rotten, rotten. No, I'm just biased. Speed skater. I struggle with speed skater. I have to slow myself down even more for that one. Freddie Polak celebrated his birthday with an ice core showing in Italy as he set a new British record. Um, so we thought it was high time we got somebody who's living very close to us and is a British record holder into the studio to talk to us. So we welcome both Freddie and Dad to Radio Newark Sport. Freddie, good evening. Good evening. Um, thank you for coming in and uh, talking to us. I learned, though, that you've already been on the radio and on the television for three years on the TV. Um, yeah, I've been on Ice Stars. How did you enjoy that? Um, it was quite fun because I did it with my friend. Excellent. And what's Ice Stars all about? Um, the skaters that have done well. Brilliant stuff, brilliant. Okay, um... We've never been on television. It, 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 was, it was discovered <laughs> very early on that we had better faces for radio, you see. He has. <laughs> How old are you, Freddie? Um, I am 12 years old. 12 years old? Crike. And you now live at? Gonalston. Gonalston. It was Blease Bay. Yes. It's now Gonalston, because that's a bit closer to Nottingham, so it, help, it, it helps Dad a bit. Yeah. It does. Right, because you're going to tell us later, you spend a lot of time training, because you're not only a speed skater, you also play? Ice hockey. Ice hockey, and you play for? Um, the Tiger Cubs. The Tiger Cubs, which is all connected to the Panthers, is it? Yeah. It, it's all one club. And um, I also learned that there's a, a bit of a big match coming up this weekend. Um, yes, we're playing against Sheffield, one of our biggest rivals. Sheffield Steelers. So, I mean, you, if you call it Tiger Cubs or whatever, but a Nottingham-Sheffield match at ice hockey. At ice hockey in, in the adults, when Nottingham play Sheffield, they don't need anything really apart from the ability to hit each other <laughs> what's it like when the 12 year olds come against each other um you need to pass and make the right choices before you get hit 
That's the spirit. That that really is. <laughs> is, is the Dad, welcome along as as yeah, um, um, as well. Thank you for um for for bringing Freddie in. Um, I I'm also told um there's a daughter as well who's also a speed skater. She's not a speed skater. She's a figure skater. A figure right? skater. Yeah. So that's Freya. That's Freddie's. That's the middle daughter. So we've also got an older daughter that skated, but she she doesn't skate no more. So she so it's a lot. That is a little bit cheaper. The obvious and the first question is, is why? Birthday. <laughs> right. We went, to, we went to, she went to a friend's birthday party. Like, this is the, this is Freya. Um, and that's where it all started, really. So, it, um, you started about, what would you say, six months after that, didn't you? Yeah. It all started going down. Um, having like, I've enjoyed the party. We start, um, the wife, Tracy, t- started taking them on a Saturday afternoon. And that's when Freya actually got chosen to go into the academy which is the, the figure skating academy. And that led on to then Freddie wanting to try figure skating out. So he went and did, he did all your level, what was it, up to level 10 figure skating? Yes. And then we went to, Freya actually skated when, I think it's, it was when, um, was it when Torval and Dean did a showdown there at the Nottingham Ring? And she, I think you came and watched, didn't you? Watched her on the ice. And then in the middle, there was some boys that were, just, that were doing the ice hockey. And you said, to, you said to me, you wanted to try that, didn't you? Yeah. And that's when I took him down for his first ice hockey lesson. So um, let's just go back to, to Freddie. Freddie, ju- just come a bit closer to that mic, if, if you would, just right up to it. That. So we know how it, it, it started. What do your friends think at school when they all go off playing football and... You say, well, I'm sorry, I can't. I've got, uh, I've got to go abroad with um, Team GB because I'm an international speed skater. <laughs> I mean, um, what do your friends think of you? They are like quite amazed because they can't skate without falling over. Well, I, I can't <laughs> skate without falling no. over. It's just, I'm amazed anybody can stand up on ice. Quite, quite frankly, but um, you do. Well, did did so from that first birthday party and then just going afterwards. It, it's not, it's not easy by any stretch of imagination but some people seem to be natural at, at sports and i'm going to probably suggest that you are fairly natural because to achieve what you've achieved by 12 years old when did you start what age was you when you started um i think i started ice hockey when i was five and i think i started speed skating when i was seven so maximum of five years and you're a gb international you're a gb record holder so Silly question time. Do you find it easy to skate? Um, a bit, yeah. <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's, it's close to impossible. Uh, that, that's not a silly question. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, how do you make a horse fly? That was a good, that was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the best question of the lot. How do you skate? It's quite a straightforward I question. I saw a picture. We, 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 we had um, somebody from out your neck of the woods, Olivia Whitelaw. She's out of Toveringham. And she's GB dressage. And the picture quite clearly showed <laughs> all four legs of this horse off the ground. That is flying. <laughs> in my world, that yeah. is flying. Clearly not in hers. So, <laughs> when then, Freddie, did you get picked up? Let's stick with the speed skating to start with. When did you get it become apparent that you're a bit good at this? And when did somebody come along to you and say, hang on a minute, can you join my club and we're going to make you into an international? Um, when I... My first international was when I was 10, and that's when I broke a British record and got my star class time, which is a free competitions abroad against other people in different countries. And... Star class time. So you've explained what that is. What, 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 what's your club? Um, Nottingham. But it's not the Panthers, is it? It's No. So it's Nottingham... The, the club's called NIRC. NIRC. Right, Dad, Dad, just help me out a little bit then. Go on then. Um, um, because this is a club I've never even heard of, so just tell me a little bit about it. So and how Freddie found them, or they found Freddie? Well, it start, uh, the, what it started from, through his actual ice hockey, um, the ice hockey coach, um, his children were doing the speed skating and the ice hockey, and they complimented each other. So he suggested to, to me to take him down and have a and go on the actual club for the speed skating. 
and that's really that's where it really started with the speed skating. So, and it's, it is actually ran by an ex Olympic athlete, uh, Mandy Mandy Worth, and um, yeah, it was, I think you started with one of your friends, didn't you? you also played ice hockey too. If you started, didn't yeah. You? And it really from there onwards, it's you went on and competed in the British. They do. They've got so many um, national competitions that are run throughout the year. Um, I think there's about what would it be twelve or thirteen, wouldn't they? And they they're actually there's there's four there's four main clubs which are Nottingham, Sheffield, Solihull and Guildford, isn't it? Yeah. And then there's two up in Scotland, but we don't get to there's only one competition a year there, isn't it? It's over one of the uh, Easter weekends. But the other four clubs they they generally do three competitions a year. Um and then leading from the national competitions you go you can, everybody can go go international you, you can or you can you can enter various national international competitions but the ones that ready you have to get a time a set time you have to make it you have to reach your standard you have to reach your standard, standard before you're invited yeah. Yeah. to do the it's called star class which is western europe and then there's the danube side which is the eastern europe side of it um and that's basically where where we go from so we've we've competed in three Star Class. This is your second year at Star Class, isn't it? Yeah. And where have you been? Where have you been um, this year? I've been this year. I've been to Italy once in Bormio. Been to Dresden in Germany, and I've been to Lamel in Belgium. And then we went on to. Well, then we did another international act. Where was that? That was. Um, we did one in Hungary and Oberstdorf. Yeah, in Germany. Does he? Eastern Europeans, the Danube side, or the Western Europeans, because I, I think this is a sport that's a minority sport in the UK. Really I, think I, I mean, it yeah. is a minority it's, sport, it's there's no getting away sport. from it. But some of the other countries, particularly I think probably the Eastern European countries, treat it an awful lot more seriously than what we seem to. I th- a lot of the lot of the European actual, especially, what, where have we got? We've got the, Holland, there's a lot of skaters Holland, from Holland, isn't they? Um, a lot of skaters from Italy, France, Germany. That's who you compete in star class, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, and then in the the actual the eastern side, I think it's the biggest one's probably Hungary. Hungary, isn't it? There was a lot of skaters when we went over to Hungary for the Santa Claus Cup, wasn't there? How, how far behind are we as a nation, then, or are we beginning to catch up? We're <laughs> well, we we are. I mean, obviously, everybody's heard of Elise Christie. Who's done wonders at winning world? We, we mentioned this on Tuesday night with okay. netball. The fact that it does get itself onto TV now, yeah, does move everything on a little. And bit. obviously, she's had, her, she's had her story, hasn't she? Where she's, mm. you know, from. I, I think there was a lot of expectation on her. Really, I think that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, well that's the other thing we're very good at in this country. Exactly. Building, building, building everybody, everybody up. up, isn't it? And then I'm sure most. Uh, of, we, we have just won. I don't know, I presume, not a lot of people know, but there's been a World Cup over the last weekend and Great Britain's actually won, with Elise, has won a bronze medal in the uh, mixed relay, which is no, which is a good, big achievement. Really. So we're on we're on the board, aren't we? We are on the board. We're on the board. But we've just had all our funding taken off. Oh, we've been there before. So we've been the, there before. You just, you just start to get but, but then you've got the Chinese squad. <laughs> that, uh, that are training at Nottingham. So, and uh, and I'm I'm going to I've got to go for a quick break. But before I go, I, I would suggest that uh, when you go to Italy and and Belgium and all these lovely countries, um, do I take it the British Ice Hockey Federation or whatever they call themselves are paying for everything? No, no. There's <laughs> a shock. <laughs> well, we can't um, get hold of Chris. Um, we've left him a message, so hopefully he'll, he'll give us a ring. But he's I know he's a, a very very um, busy man, but let me just continue the conversation that was having with Freddie's dad about um, funding or lack of funding, and we've heard this conversation so many times um, that uh, I think the phone's ringing. Sorry, we're going to we're going to leave you again for a moment, and hopefully um, that's going to be Chris on the other end of that um, of that telephone. Tele- Tony, you can do the honours, please, if you would. Um, Chris Hassel, Wheelchair Basketball Club, talks to us every second Thursday. Okay, Chris. And it is Chris, and we're going to go straight to the phone phone lines. Chris, good evening. 
Good evening, Mick. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I was panicking then. Oh, we was panicking. <laughs> Um, I'm always here. Always uh, here. A couple of weeks. Um, we've yes. left you. In, we've left you in peace. And I know the first week was all about the um, a trip to Norwich. Yes, absolutely. And the second week, I think, was a trip to Wakefield. Yeah, uh, no, that was a trip to Nottingham. So, oh right, all, was, all yours, um, all yours. Yeah, all mine. So, 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 first week was our juniors. Uh, they went to Norwich to play a team from Norwich and a team from Aylesbury. Um, and um, our juniors are doing great guns at the moment. They won both of those games. Uh, they're unbeaten in their sort of mini pool prior to the finals at the end of the year. So I think the fact they won their two games um, this week means that they have qualified already for the finals, which is great. Um, juniors are doing really well, primarily amongst other things, that the, the actual players that we've got at the moment are... Uh, it's an under-18s team, and, and most of them are 17, which therefore means that you know they've got the experience, they've got the strength, uh, and they're doing well. So they won both matches quite well, um, and they're looking forward to the last round of round-robin games uh, in a few weeks' time prior to the finals, which are sort of April time of this year. So Junior's doing great. Um, really, really pleased. Um, and then last week, uh, so last weekend, last Saturday and Sunday, um, it was the turn of the Jaguars women. So this is the the women's only team that the Jaguars have got, uh, which enters the women's league. It's quite a strange situation because the senior leagues um, allow men and women to play together. Uh, and then we have a women's only league. But there isn't such thing as a men's only league. But that's fine. Uh, so uh, the women from the Jaguars uh, performed really, really well. Really pleased for a women's only team this year. So if there's any... Any girls or women that want to join uh, the sport and play play basketball, you know, come and find us. Um, so they're in League Division uh, Three uh, of the Women's League, um, and the way they play is that they they do it over different weekends of the year, where all women from all around the country, from Scotland, Northern Ireland, Wales, uh, down as far as Kent, etc., they all come together. Uh, many, many teams in one locality um, and they play an awful lot of basketball over two days um, and our women play three games and uh, unfortunately this time around they, they lost all three uh, but they were all very close and uh, one of the three went to um, overtime which is quite a rare thing in basketball so they're doing well in League Division 3 they've won two games previously so it's not that they're you know not being winning we're really pleased with how they're developing there's quite a few young players coming through as well so uh, that was uh, at Nottingham at the Wildcats Arena um, last Saturday Sunday so doing really well happy happy about that so it's all busy busy is it this week you're going to Wakefield then uh, I've got Wakefield for Jag somewhere yeah yeah Wakefield was a few weeks ago um, and I think that was I think that might have been the last time we spoke I think we spoke about right. Wakefield uh, so, so I, I, I think that was our League Division 2 team that went to Wakefield and lost uh, just at the start of the year um, and uh, coming up um, is uh, this Saturday so this Saturday we've got Jags 1 playing, playing in National League Division 1 um, in Manchester against the team called the Manchester Mavericks um, you know so uh, quite a long way to go uh, that's a local derby for you <laughs> oh absolutely not far at all you know it's probably one of the closest but um, you know it's still quite a way to go and uh, they'll be they'll be there on Saturday hopefully you're doing well and there's normal training for everybody else at the Magnus Sports Centre our lovely <laughs> home venue and as we've said it before if anybody wants to come down and get involved in, in what is the Newark and Sherwoods um, Club of the Year quite frankly that's how good the Jaguars wheelchair basketball are even though they are to many the best kept secret of Newark sport um, <laughs> get down and get involved in please the big do. please, please do, do. And, and, and I think what I would urge you to do is if, if you think you might just want to come and have a look um, we've had a number of players that have come and watched for two or three sessions and, um, especially juniors where they're not quite so sure um, and then bit by bit people have got involved so um, you know if they want to you know there's people that have come down and had a look and say no I'm going to do botcher or I'm going to do some other sport instead and that's fine or, or, or not but if, if people want to come down and just have a look you're interested uh, on your behalf or on behalf of somebody else just, just come down and see us we would love to see you Chris, it's it's a wonderful sport to watch, and um, I did try it once. And <laughs> I remember <laughs> swimming with sharks seems uh, seems 
so much simpler, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's absolutely wonderful. And of course, I haven't forgot because when the football season finishes, um, the club of the year is taking on the team of the year and I can't wait for Flosers lads to come up and against your lot yeah, for, for that game Just, of wheelchair uh, basketball. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, we'll have to make sure we get together and get that sort That of is in the darin is not going away. <laughs> uh, definitely it's not. Chris, a couple of weeks' time, we'll chat to you again. Take care, mate. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The wonderful Chris Hassel. So just before I, I, I look back at last week's sport, we will finish the conversation with Freddie's dad. Have we um, got a video of you playing uh, wheelchair basketball? It didn't last that long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on the financial side of it, because like many sports, or put it another way, anything that's not football or rugby, um, the problem... It annoys me immensely that we're supposed to be one of the best countries in the world and from uh, almost everything but freddie could be the best speed skater in this country but if you wasn't in a position to financially make sure he went to the events that talent would be lost because the governing body of that and i'm not just knocking the governing body of skating i'm knocking the governing body of almost everything are not interested. Not interested. They're not interested. And I say we've we've managed to get Freddie a little sponsor, and I'll, I'll give him a plug. It's respelling me from Contract Furniture. I mean, it's and to be honest, it's not just Freddie that he does sponsoring. It's really into his junior sports and sports as a whole. So, you know, that's fantastic. But yeah, it, it would be a big struggle. I mean, we do we get so much from the council. We, do, we the new at council don't give anything because I think they offer you. Um, gym membership and things like that, which you can't take him. You can't take up on it because you've got to be. He's not of an age yet. He's no. got to be fourteen. Yeah. So, um, and he trains. You know, every time that they off when the you know the times that they offer, he's he's training anyway. So that's not really much good. But no, it is. It's it is a. It's frustrating more than anything because if you look at Fred's times, not just nationally and internationally, you know he's. He's got the fastest time in Europe this year for a 12-year-old in two of the distances. and But nobody seems to recognise that or want to recognise that other than, other than the clubs. And, I mean, not, the Nottingham clubs, it's, it is fantastically run, but it seems to be the, the governing bodies above that that don't want to either acknowledge or... Seem yeah, to be and, but I'll tell you what, once he's 18 and 19... They'll want to know him. They'll want him they? then. Oh, of course they will. Oh, they'll want him then. I, I just can't understand the mentality of all this. I, I really can't. Right, a quick look back at what didn't happen last weekend. Tony's going to try and get hold of Graham at the Strider because they're doing their first run and talk tonight. So I just want a couple of minutes with Graham to see how that's going because, as you know, we're keeping a close eye on that as the year goes on. But first of all, a, uh, a cold and frosty weekend in Newark. And the rugby club did beat the weather, but they didn't beat Long Eaton. A 28-7 defeat uh, brought an abrupt end to their recent good record. The hockey club did manage to play two games, the um, ladies' threes and the ladies' over 35s, but we won't bother with the results of those two either. Amelia Crispin won a gold medal at the Not Schools Cross Country Hold at Wollerton Park. Jasmine Braithwaite finished sixth in the year, six to seven race. So you see, there was some good news last weekend. In the Lincolnshire event, there was top ten finishes for Laura Bates and for Ed Buck. Bailey Sugden beat the weather. He went to Houston, Texas for his latest glory fight. Andy won a fantastic result, putting Bailey firmly back on the map. Ed Howlett finished his international season by moving up the rankings an incredible 172 places. And let's look forward to summer. Mohammed's back at Dalefield. This is Radio Newark Sport. Oh, Graham, good evening. Graham? Hi. Oh, yes, Graham, that I was a... P- a panic pause there for a moment, but we got you. Oh dear. Great, yeah. you, um, you're asking about, um, we said we'll give Becky a very quick phone call tonight because it's the, um, it, it's a run and talk event for the Striders it tonight. It is, yeah. Ve- very important. We're, we're, we're following the progress of this all through the year. Um, mm-hmm. a quick, um, what is run and talk, Graham? And have you got, um, how's it going? Let's, let's, let's put it like that. Yeah, no problem. 
Yeah, in terms of uh, what's happening tonight, where Firm would have been, if anybody lives on Firm, would have been looking out the window and seeing a lot of people running around and around in circles and uh, chatting away merrily. That's our run and talk group. We had uh, sort of 27 uh, people there tonight, not just members of Striders. Most people were members of Striders, but uh, yeah, a good group of people all uh, uh, sort of chatting away. It's run and talk. It's part of the uh, England Athletics um, sort of run and talk uh, initiative, really, to raise awareness of uh, mental health issues, really, and uh, to remove stigma and to let people chat openly. It's definitely not a mobile therapy session or anything. It's just about chatting and opening up sort of dialogue on a subject that's becoming increasingly um, okay to talk about, and uh, and that's a great thing. So it's our second run and uh, talk night, and it's it's been a huge success, actually. People are, uh, are here, and they're standing around and talking now as we've finished our run and now we're sort of gathering and then the next thing on the uh, on the agenda is a quick trip across to the uh, local hostelry for a couple of isotonic sports drinks and, uh, and and a chat and just sort of loosen up and we spend a lot of time sort of running and thinking about our training but sometimes we spend a lot of time sort of talking to each other about each other and uh, and really sort of getting to know each other a bit better and and talking about things that uh, are pretty important um you know physical health is great and really important, but so is our mental health too. And as Graham says, it doesn't matter if you're not a member of the Striders. If you just Absolutely think not. it'd be good to talk to somebody and you've had a bad week, I've had an awful week. And to be honest, if I wanted here tonight, I'd probably be talking to Graham. Um, it's been that sort of week. And I'm not the only one out there that's had a bad week. If you've had a bad week, go down with the Striders. It's like, you don't have to be a member, you don't even have to run. No, you, can, of you can walk and talk. The only, exactly. stipula- the only stipulation is that you like cake. Uh, well, that does help, yeah. I mean, it, it, you don't have to like cake, but it helps. It's like <laughs> the old, you don't have to be crazy to work here, um, but, but it helps. You, yeah. you don't have to like cake as striders, but it helps. But they are, they are a friendly bunch, in that, and that's what it's all about. When is the next run and talk, walk and talk, general get-together? Um, it'll be in a few months. Uh, I think we're doing them about every four months or so. But they do get quite advertised quite well, um in advance you know if you keep out an eye out on the on the social media pages of the club and our website and um i, I always mention them when i do my uh, tuesday evening update as they're coming up and i say they're completely free everybody's absolutely welcome and uh yeah they're actually really good fun and if you're thinking yeah, i'd like to have a go at running but i really don't know how to go about starting or what will people think or will it be okay or what do i have to wear don't worry about any of that stuff just come along enjoy yourself and join in Graham, thanks very much. Go for your isotonic drink, and um, <laughs> I'm sure um, a bit of lemon drizzle, which is what Jackie was promising us, if, oh, yeah. if, if we turned I up see, for the yeah. port run. She was. Uh, you see, when Jackie comes on on a Tuesday night, she she promises cake. Yeah, she was doing a good job of moving that cake on Saturday. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Graham. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks. Bye bye. That was Graham Welsh, and it was the first of the run and talk tonight, and it's a fantastic thing that we are sort of stepping with the um, the striders. Right, Freddie, it's back with with you. If you just want to move a bit closer to that mic, me old. Um, I'm wondering. I, I want to talk about um, the last couple of events in a moment, but they didn't quite go according to plan, so we won't worry about them too much. I'm w- wondering because you've said we know you're a speed skater, and we know you're a very good speed skater. You've told us you're also an ice hockey player. Sooner or later, speed skating and ice hockey are going to get in the way of each other. Um, yeah, ice hockey is my main sport and speed skating is, so... So speed skating will take the preference... Yes. ...every time. So, okay, that, that, that's got that one sorted out. Um, the other one I just wanted to sort out is you, you've been in Hungary, you, you, you've been in Belgium. What what school do you go to? Um, I go to Minster. Um, how do how do the Minster take it? Because you can't just sort of disappear off to Belgium on Saturday morning and come back on Sunday evening, I don't suppose. Um, well, they're not really very good because they just support music. <laughs> good lad. <laughs> good lad. But do Dad doesn't let him have... They do, tell, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, in, in that side of it, I, I understand what he's saying... That, yeah, um, it's quite frustrating for him, I think, on the sports side, because yeah. I know he wants to be doing the sport, and the, but it's not predominantly a, you know, for sport, really, than it's to school. But saying that, when he has 
needed to be what normally the star class is from we travel on the Thursday and come back either late on the Sunday or the Monday morning so they have let, they have supported him in letting him have the days off that way um, I think schools do that a lot more yeah. now than, because it again from the school's point of view if, if, if they've got on their role and, and GB athlete GB skater GB whatever it's a ticking one of their boxes exactly. isn't it yeah it is but I think I think what Fred's was trying to say is that he doesn't they're not really they don't do many sports or no. sports they do I take it you don't like music a lot <laughs> no 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 I, no, I, I don't blame you I'll, I'll tell you my favourite groups was, but you won't you won't know any of them so <laughs> let's talk about the um, the Santa Claus Cup because in in every sport sometimes it doesn't go right you can be the best speed skater in the world you can be the best athlete in the world very occasionally it ain't your weekend and the santa claus cup turned out a bit like that didn't it yes tell me tell me about the weekend in one of my races i was beating the two best people there and on the last corner one of them clipped my blade and i hurt my collarbone because i fell over and then after i went i raced again because it wasn't hurting uh, the day after and then this other kid um he he fell over and took me out and then i went under the barriers and really hurt my ankle and couldn't walk so you got we had to pull you out then didn't we i think that was the we had to pull you out of the remainder of the 500 races didn't we yeah when you actually get there are you still an individual or do you form up as a well, the, I mean, you know, once you pay for him to get there, then do England say, "Oh, hang on, he's one of ours"? Uh, no, no. You, I mean, that one where we went to in Hungary, uh, we actually. I mean, Freddie's also got quite a talented cousin as well, which is a year. It's Artie, isn't it? It's a year yeah. older than you. So on that occasion, both Freddie. It's a family of skaters. Family of skaters. <laughs> uh, I've got to ask one question. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Do you skate? I'm going to ask my son. Do, do, can I skate? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did I did? What did I try? Ice hockey. And what? I was brilliant, wasn't I? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad's good at getting you there and back. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Dad's <laughs> good at. <laughs> so that was a, a a bad weekend and bad weekend. Are you better? Has it all healed? Yes. So that that's the main thing. And you've been out this year. You've been to Belgium. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, um, you went to. Um, to Belgium on the star class that you've already mentioned um just go into that one in a bit more detail um, can you what was it what it was you struggled didn't we all the children struggled didn't they because what was the temperature um it was minus 12 inside of the ice rink <laughs> so we all had to wear balaclavas when we were skating and you the generally yeah you know, the younger ones such as yourself and will and there's another boy from nottingham called willem you really struggled with the your breathing, didn't you? Yes. Well, what's the optimum temperature then? It, because I would have thought, you know, it's going to be cold in a ice ring, but this it's just, minus twelve. Yeah, this too one, cold. this one just seemed to be. It was like an um, an old aircraft hangar. Um, we, I, we, I was fine. I was in the bar. Well, not the bar. But I don't know. <laughs> you <enjoyed> the striders. <laughs> so I was watching in, in, in undercover, wasn't it? Whereas all the all the children were. Yeah, just the younger, the if you, the bigger children seem to seem to get through it, didn't they? Whereas yeah. you struggled, Willow T- struggled. Tony always likes me to struggle when we start talking about <laughs> sports that neither of us know anything about. And you, no, no, yes, you do. I just, so, I just can't understand anybody following a sport from a bar. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, some people <laughs> made a career. Um, <laughs> is the ice, Freddie, got to be? Is minus 12, because minus 12, the ice is, is absolutely solid, I'm assuming. Do you need it, the ice to be slight, so, a slight layer of water? I mean, how does the blades need, because the blades need to dig into the ice, I would have thought. Um, the ice is better when it's hard, because you can get, like, it, you, your foot doesn't, like, slip away. It can just push off. And when it's soft, that's, like figure skating ice so they can dig their toe in and do their jump so you, the, the minus 12 from the ice point of view but it was just blinking cold it was too cold for them wasn't it, it was, it, it, it so was just we, too cold because in the uk we've got 
all the ice rinks do various sports, the ice doesn't seem to be as good as when we go over abroad, does it? No. And where's the favourite ice? Where's, where um, just... In Bormio in Italy. Because I would have thought then probably in these countries it's specialised rinks, is it? Or... In, um, definitely. In, I mean, in, in Nottingham, you've in, got everything. You've got everything, like, haven't you? Yeah, everybody's doing every uh, discipline, every ice discipline, whereas Bormio, it, was, it is just speed skating, isn't it? I think the Dresden one in Germany was a little bit... It was, they did ice hockey, but that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. And you skated on the... In Hungary, that was just the national team's rink, wasn't it? Yeah. But there's a big difference in in the ice, isn't there? There's certain areas where you get really... You, it's fast ice, isn't it? Yeah. I thought, Mick, you were getting very close to asking the question, is it proper ice or is it that frozen <laughs> stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Smith. You're a, <laughs> as ever, I really don't know what I'd do without you. Like many, I would love to find out what I'd do without you. We've been talking to Lucy. <laughs> but at the moment, I can't find out what I'd like to do without you. Right, when we come back, we're going to have a quick roundup of what is hopefully happening this weekend, and I want to know what the future holds for our young Freddie. Right, try and keep up, Mr. Smith, because this is going to be what's happening this weekend okay. in the wonderful world of Newark Sport. The weekend sport in action begins with the Newark Amateur Boxing Club's first show of the new year. Farndon Village all tomorrow night. Watch out for Sam Hardy, Alfie Briggs-Price and the rest of, of the gang. And we'll be there. And we will be there. Seven o'clock start for this one. Um, Looking you, forward to that. You can pay on the door. There are still some tickets um, available, as Megan was telling us last night. 15 quid, and I'll tell you what, it's 15 quid well spent. It really is. Um... Not for the first year. The um, football authorities have decided that Flow Serve and Newark Town can both have home matches. Um, Mid-table Graham Street Prince play their first ever match at Lowfields and the works are still smarting after that first home defeat um, in two years. So I would expect the Derbyshire team to be in for a torrid afternoon. Um, Flow Serve's big rivals, of course, are Selston, as Mr Smith keeps telling you. They've got a tricky home match against Clifton. We said all this two weeks ago and it went, and it went wrong, so I'm not dwelling on it. Apart from three o'clock... Um, at Lowfields, but the one thing I will tell you is that Flowserve, should they finish second in the table, have now dropped down to third in the runners-up league of Step 6 clubs. They're all right, as long as they stay in the top ten. Um, they're all right, they should still get that promotion. But Tavistock and Cheltenham have now moved above Flowserve on a points-per-game ratio, um, which won't really work it out until the end of the season but it is just Andy just to hmm. sad people like me who like working stats out <laughs> New York Town's last match was three weeks ago producing their first away victory for 15 <laughs> months the question is can they build on it well we'll find that one out on Saturday when Dinnington Town visit Station Road um, never an easy game against Dinnington anymore it's quarter final time for our two local sides in the Not Senior Cup Southwell City travel to sixth place Cavaliers while mid-table um, as Lockton entertain Woolerton. be nice if both them two got to the semi-finals of the cup that is now residing in the clubhouse at Lowfields. Mm. That's the one that they're playing for. Um, in the Knotts Youth League, we now learn that um, the delayed Fondon Skegby tie that was postponed last week is going to be played this weekend at at the Magnus. So Newark Town's match against Skegby is postponed. RHP Colts are at home. They play K-Forp in the Midlinks Youth League. Always an entertaining afternoon watching that lot play. They tend to go three or four goals down and then start playing and win. Um, 2.15 kick-off for that one. Another big weekend for the hockey club. Um, amongst the highlights, the ladies' ones travel to Kettering. If they can get a team, according to Paul. And the twos are off to Mansfield. And we all know what it's like. A game against Mansfield, don't we? The men's ones are at home to Chesterfield with a 3.30 start for that one. As Chris told you, the Jags Wheelchair Basketball Club are at Manchester for a game against the Mavericks and Head Howard is just down the road for the Merseyside Open. And Sunday's the last round of the Knotts Junior Mini League with Joseph Monk hoping to claim a medal. Um, he will, he will. It won't be a problem. And uh, the New York Rugby Club's under-16s are open to progress in the NLD Cup at the expense of Baviers. And finally, last week's postponed Lincolnshire County Cup semi-final between Collingham and Cleethorpes under-18s is now scheduled to take place this Sunday morning at Station Road 10.45. Kick-off. If you know of anything that we've missed, simply just tell us. Um, but that's a full... Weekend of sport, Mr Smith. Important games, it's an important night for the young boxers. 
probably the biggest night of some of their mm. um, sporting lives. Massive game for Flow Serve. Simply, they have got to get back to winning ways. I know it's only one game, but that one game is now festered for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, simply, Flow Serve have got to put W's next to their results for the rest of the season. And then um, promotion is not an issue. It's a fair to complete. But we cannot afford to drop any more points. No, because Rad- Radford was the luckiest team in the whole of UK football two weeks ago. But the fact is that they are now on the t- on the shirt tails of the top two. Yeah, I mean, football has a way of doing that. I mean, it's, it's a very, very cruel mistress in that um, we probably had 20 shots on goal. And if the goalkeeper missed it, it hit somebody on the line. And, um, you know, Radford thoroughly deserved their victory. No, they didn't. They, they did because of their resilience, but we can't afford any more days like against like the one we had against Radford between now and the You're full of reserve the victory if, if the, the better team won, and the better team quite clearly did not win. That's the game. Yeah. That's the game. It was um, so we, very frustrating. We are going to Fondon tomorrow night. Um, Mr Smith will say hello to you if you're going up to Lowfields on Saturday afternoon. I probably will as well, because I've got no doubt that's probably where I'll end up. Before that, it's um, Fondon and Skegby. I do want to have a look at that, because I think that might be a cracking game. Um, I'm told there's lemon drizzle at the park run. So that might mean it's Saturday morning off work. Saturday morning? Yes. What what, what time's that, then? Nine o'clock, it's still dark. I'll see what I can do. Yes, I'm told there's lemon drizzle, so... That um, might well be dark. I'll just have to switch my cage we, lights we, on. We find the striders and we find Jack, <laughs> because she, she has, 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 has promised. Sunday morning, I've got to go out to Rushcliffe and cheer Joseph Monk on, because he's had a bad run of injuries. Yeah. Um, and this could be the run that puts him back at the top of the tree. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, important to... Confidence is a very vital ingredient for any athlete in any sport and um, Joseph needs a, a cracking result in that one. So whatever you're doing this weekend, as we keep saying, enjoy it keep smiling and you never know, with a little bit of luck, you might find me or Tony somewhere. Um, I'm assuming it must be getting near to the speed skating end of season because it's uh, it's getting above minus 12 now, it's getting better and everything's warming the, up. Uh, yeah, the last I think the British Championship's in they're in Sheffield at the end of, I believe, they're at the end of March, aren't they? Is that right? Um, yeah. Now, these British Championships, young Freddie, are you expected to win? Um, well, my coach thinks that my cousin's going to beat me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! And, um, what does Freddie think? Nah. No, that's, you see, I, I like confidence. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I suppose I like that. <laughs> That's so, coming up at the end of March. Yeah, and then what we're... So, at the moment, in Europe, for the star class, Fred's you're in ninth Nine. position, aren't you? And the top eight go to the Europa Cup final. Pressure. So, we are... Well, It's that is the final um, standings, unfortunately, at the moment. So, other than... Somebody, somebody injuring, injuring himself. Somebody injuring himself. We wouldn't wish that. And we wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, would we? Yeah. It um, sounds like Dad might need to be frisked on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got. What else have we got coming up, Fred? What, do you, what else? Where are we? Um. You've got. Okay. So where are where are we going in? in half term. Um, Hasselt. Hasselt in, in Belgium. And in. All That's roads tend to keep leading back to Belgium. We do at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's, certainly. Yeah. And then where do we have summer holidays now? Um, we go to Oberstdorf every year. Because we don't, Mummy and Daddy don't get a um, summer holiday, do we? We get. A, so what's that? A training camp for you? Um, it's a week training camp. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But there's like fun days as what's well. What's this? Is it Austria? Germany. Germany. Southern Germany. Yeah. Fantastic well, there's worse places to go. Oh yeah. Right. But we um, we drove we had to drive there last year, didn't we? Because we missed the flight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dad's in charge of that. That's but, not your problem, but, is it? But Dad's bought. Yeah, I've bought. Well, I've bought this. I bought the uh, a camp, little camper van into this year. So yes. we're um, we're having a road trip, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun, though, won't it? Yeah. Route sixty six. <laughs> well, wrong country and wrong continent, but <laughs> I'm not sure if your mother's going to do. Um, Camping or glamping, is it what they call it? So yeah, we'll see what yeah. she I thought she'll settle for the glamping bit, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
What about the ice hockey? Have you got any more apart from Saturday? Is that the last? Is that the finale? No, not at all for him. What, what, what have you? What's so? Um, we've got a conference weekend, which is it, from all the Midlands, southeast, southwest, northern, and Scotland. So all sort of meeting together. Yeah, and they have a big tournament. You've made the Midlands team, haven't you? So yes. And where's that at? Um, well, the trials are at Nottingham. And they're at and they're at eleven o'clock till one o'clock in the morning. What what time do you go training by the way? So the the speed skating training is generally um evenings between um I would say between seven and nine you'll get on the ice for an hour. Um we go up to Sheffield on a Sunday morning, don't we? Yeah. And Nottingham on a Saturday morning. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? And then for his ice hockey other than the jet, the normal um, times is six till seven thirty on a Tuesday. But his sister's training the same sort of time, then, or silly times. That's a, that's that could be at six o'clock in the morning every mo- every morning bar Monday. So it's fair, it's fair to say that I haven't got a life life yeah. on a pair of skates. Yeah, no, I'll put it like that. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that one. That's got to be the comment of the week. We've waited till the end of the week, but we've got the comment of the week. But you also wouldn't change it for wouldn't anything. Change it. No, it wouldn't change it. Also. You wouldn't change no, it for anything. You will support him while he wants to do it, and if he turns around tomorrow and say... Because what are you going to... What do you want to achieve? Um, win an Olympic medal. Olympic medal. That You, you see, now, anybody that we think stands a, a little bit of a chance at winning an Olympic medal... We like you become our favourites, <laughs> mainly, mainly because we want a freebie ticket. <laughs> Freddie, you get your dad, please, to make sure he keeps telling us where you're going, what you're doing, and how you're getting on. And then we can tell everybody in Newark that's met you for the first time tonight. We can keep telling them about you, and you'll come back and see us again very, very soon. Just show us how you and tell us how you're progressing can you do that yeah freddie and dad thank you very much no, thank been you very much for having me. absolutely wonderful uh, and that's it as they say for another week on radio notes but next week promises to be a quieter week mainly because mr smith's missing for two days um i say quieter because on tuesday night megan williams is coming in <laughs> so it won't be quieter um megan's bringing some of the um young boxers from tomorrow night's amateur boxing club tournament into the studio um, to have a chat about uh, how they're getting on. If you remember back to the sports awards, Meg McFarlane, the young girl from Southwell that won the Disabled Sports Personality of the Year, her dad's coming to see us to tell us the Meg McFarlane story. Um, that's on Wednesday night, and I really do look forward to it. I know you're a bit upset about missing that one because that is such an absolute cracker. And on Thursday night, Tom Marshall's going to be the guest in the studio because he started up the new triathlon club and he's going to come and tell us all about that. So we're in for yet another busy week. But first of all, a massive, massive weekend for teams and individuals. Whatever you're doing at the weekend, enjoy, keep smiling, and when the referee gets it wrong, try not to growl too much. We-